It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey. Hey. And also, we've got the Merman. How you doing, Murray? What up? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing's up. So, it's the director of what I meant to say is with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Well, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please support us and join the growing Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. All members get special episodes and content only for members. And all members that sign up will get a limited edition Film Rage merch item if you cannot commit to a membership. You can still buy us a terrible movie to make us watch it. And we will. Well, I thought it was going to be a race to the end of the month. But apparently, our U.S. listeners won out again. Thanks, U.S. listeners. We love you so much. I baked an apple pie. Isn't that what U.S. are all about, apple pie? And then you ate it. And then I ate it all, (laughs) myself, with some ice cream. All right. Movies are back at Canyon Meadows Cinemas. We are open for your viewing pleasure with great new films opening weekly. All health-regulated protocols are in effect for a safe and enjoyable experience. And don't forget, we should be your first choice for your next birthday party or special event. Can't make it to the cinema? We got you covered. Order concessions from our online store, and you can either choose curbside pickup or get them delivered via Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, or DoorDash. For more details, go to canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Here at CMC, we would like to thank you for your continued support, and we are looking forward to seeing you at the movies. Let's dance. streaming we've been streaming and doing what <sighs> streaming jim and even little murray did some streaming on the weekend streaming. with one that he even chose i guess i did didn't I? you did <laughs> you did i'm sure i will pay <laughs> you may pay for it. I'm just going to guess I, I had to pay for it. We all paid for it. Ugh. Well, what did we see? Well, Jim, we saw Bruised. Which is how we feel right now. Directorial debut from Halle Berry. She also stars in it. What? Yeah. Uh, it is a movie about an MM, a washed up MMA fighter, actually, who... Uh, Makes a comeback. Why? Not Good really question. sure. Because she's dead ass. Because she's because she's Halle Berry. That's why. Yeah, I'm not sure what she's fighting for. So, so Murray, I guess you're saying she's fighting for the money. 
I thought maybe she was fighting for love or maybe respect. No. Maybe for a kid. I don't maybe know. Respect too, but I really don't know. She's what fighting, she's fighting for, for her right to party. Anyways, I think the Beastie Boys already explained this to us. Bruised is a movie absolutely drowning in inner city cliches. We got the drugged out black mother. We've got the abusive boyfriend. We got the inner city child that's always fending for himself. We even get some sexual abuse. We get this. Then we get this sort of weird queer romance that's kind of alluded to and doesn't pay off in any way. It's dropped as fast as it's alluded to. As I was watching it, it, it confused the hell out of me. When like, I was watching it, I'm like, Bryce is going to love this. It's like, what? You know what? If you get it. Especially with something like that, like follow through even a little bit. I mean, it's what? Yeah, it was what? It's perfectly good explanation. I don't know what was going on in this movie. It was being pulled in 27 different directions. It was all bad. Her name was even stupid. Jackie Justice. Really? This is the name you came up with? She's giving out justice, baby. Anyways. Never watch a UFC fight. They, this, all, they all have stupid names. Plus, how long was this movie? It was over two, two hours. hours. It was over two hours long. It did not need to be that long. I'm going to keep the review short because the movie was so darn long, I don't feel like I should be talking about it any more than I have to. I will sum it up with one word. Rage. Okay. Murray, you want to go next Jackie or you want me to Justice. go? Or you want me to go sure. next? <laughs> go for it, buddy. Okay. Well, um, yeah. As someone who has friends and who actually have watched a bit of UFC and MMA, I can tell you most of it bores the crap out of me. <laughs> uh, the first time I ever went to a, a, a bar with someone to watch it, um, I thought, okay, well, and actually I had, to, I had to pay 10 bucks to get in. Like, that was stupid. Uh, so I was watching it and I'm like, okay, they start off, it's like fighting, boxing, whatever, right? Then they roll around on the ground and they yes. just lay there for yes. like ten minutes. Nothing happens. I know. Nobody punches nobody. There's no, there's no um, submission moves. They just yeah. they they're just, just holding they each other tight. They're holding each other for like ten yes. minutes, which I don't get about UFC. If no. they're actually beating the crap out of each other, or if there's a roundhouse or something, then I'm okay with it. But. Rolling around on the mat, doing nothing. Yeah, that's why I... I much I prefer to watch that. gay porn. It's, you know... But having said that, this is basically the USC MMA version of Rocky. Like, the only thing that really you're wondering at the end, because it is quite predictable, is, is it going to be Rocky 1, where <laughs> she goes the distance with this champion, or is it going to be like Rocky 2, where she finally, like, she wins the belt... Just barely. Or like Rocky 3 or 4, where she has like one moment of glory and then she's Right, and then up. are we going to get somebody from Russia? What about Rocky 5, where we get like a street fight? Yeah, well, didn't they no, have that already? It was in the movie. They had all the Rockies all in one. Yeah, no, that was what I This was Rocky 1 through 5. <laughs> her her dirtbag of a boyfriend, <laughs> apparently was our manager, took her to this underground fight club, club thing. Yes. And she had to fight this like 7 foot, 400 pound monster of a woman i guess it was first rule of fight club and, you're not supposed to talk she, about and it and she actually beat her i'm like yeah no you would have been dead in like two seconds the hell was it wolverine sasquatch something what's, like that what's the like, what's the the line from kids in the hall they'd be crushing her, crushing head. her head crushing her head anyway, second that, rule of fight club um <laughs> oh uh, don't crush heads i am a sporty no. sport person, you don't talk so. about fight club Sorry. oh right that is the second i, I didn't rule. mind the, the third? i didn't mind the fight scenes 
the kid kind of annoyed me. The fact that his first words were the last two words of the whole movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. really, dude? Yep. Like, I know he was traumatized, but the whole movie, not a word. And he wasn't that good of an actor. He yeah. was not a CLF. Yeah. The movie was um, poopy. So, yeah, I kind of expected a little better, but I mean, is there, maybe she shouldn't have directed it. Or else, found somebody about maybe 15 years younger to be in it. Hmm. And maybe just stuck with directing. Because, I mean, Ron Howard doesn't direct himself in movies. Like, he does one or the other. He's not good-looking enough anymore no. to be in movies. He needs to be. He's like He's behind-the-camera kind Michelle of guy. Michelle Rosenfarb shouldn't have uh, written the movie. And then, you know, anyway. wouldn't have gotten made. Um, I feel like I had better. to kind of defend the movie a little. So, I'm not going to rage on it. I am giving it... Sorry, but why are you doing... Why, sorry, why, why are you defending? Are you, what yeah, are you yeah, defending? Why, yeah, why I are you giving defending? it a low Mac because, yeah, I didn't hate it. Okay. But yeah, it was entirely too long. I hated it. Okay. Well, uh, let me talk about what I thought about this mm. movie, Bruised. Bruised. It started out and seemed like this was, as we've already discussed, the female MMA Rocky remake that kind of felt like it covered one through five. It's literally in my room. That's awesome. <laughs> On top of this... A 55-plus-year-old MMA fighter. Would never happen. Ugh, is all I can say about that. She's 55? Yes. She's older than me. Uh, Not believable for one second. I don't care how ripped Halle Berry got. She should have stuck, to Murray's point, to either directing this or acting in it. If she was directing it, she could have put more focus on making this seem not so forced and unbelievable. One fight in an underground club with a She-Hulk, and she gets right back to a title fight. Reputation. She, no, she didn't have a... Like, they didn't show anything of what her reputation was. Yeah, they sure got getting her butt handed to her Yeah, the in the first... Yeah, but did they tell us anything other than that? Yeah, she was going for a title at the she time. She was undefeated. Oh, before. right. So she no, just... She, she, was said like, she was, just, they, Four years they later... They alluded to no. the fact that she was undefeated. She, they didn't no, say... She was 10-0 no, until that yeah. one fight. Yeah. Okay. So that, she was... It wasn't necessarily was a title fight. And then she's been gone for four years. It, it just made no sense. It was just like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go c- I can buy compete, compete in Fight Club, and then I'm going to get a title bout. No, that never would have happened. Well, Not it, in a million it years. like the guy who gave her the title shot basically wanted to see her get the crap beat out of her. Yeah. Uh, she, he didn't really expect her to, to win or did, even oh, get no, they, they do no, have picked opponents no, occasionally. No, because he said it uh, several okay. times to mm-hmm. her. Yeah. They can make a case for her, 10 and yeah. 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he just wanted to see her get the crap beat out of her. Like, he didn't want her to win. I, I really had no idea what this was supposed to be making us I don't think. know why I'm defending it. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're, you're not a sport. I haven't even person, got to the so. good part of what I'm raging about. All right, Another, get to it, I got one point, and then you guys had to jump on that. Another washed up alcoholic athlete overcoming adversity. So, so this was chock full of awful. I thought, am I watching the female version of The Way Back? Oh, I and, know. How and, good would Ben Affleck have been in this role? And we all remember how rage-filled that I was having to watch The Way Back. It was... So good. <laughs> if if this was her comeback, I still, still feel she could have remade a mutant X-Men movie and played Storm's mom, maybe. Ben Affleck, finest actor of our generation. Yeah, that's also not true. This was exactly everything I hate in this standard fair sports 
has been films. Halle Berry, please come back in John Wick 4 and make me happy again. She only fights when she's angry. You won't right. like her when she's angry. Mm. Huh. Maybe she someone. did actually try and make a superhero movie. Just gotta say, though, the only thing I liked in this film was Sheila Atim or Atim? Yeah, she was actually as the, the one gym manager. Up, yep. She was amazing. This directorial debut and everything else in this film felt rushed and was a huge, huge rage. And I've got a few things to unpack. We gotta unpack the fact that yes, it was over two hours long. And <sighs> where did okay, so where did she get the money to do anything? She she got fired as a server or whatever the hell job she was doing. And she seemed absolutely desperate for She all was these broke jobs for too. everything. And then she gets free training at the gym. Yeah. She gets food and well, she's always in a restaurant. Like if you can't afford if you can't afford to pay your rent, like how how are you buying food for your kid? Most MMA fighters do get paid for training. Yeah, but she it's didn't a, have any a, contracts yet well, until until it, halfway but. through. No, because then that guy picked her up. No, yeah. and at that point she'd well, already been training for like months. I don't know. She had a loser. yeah. It made it made zero she had, she had loser boyfriend zero sense. Um, too, so. Yeah, and same thing. Where did the boyfriend get money if his only job was managing her? I know, I'm sure and she'd been working for four years in a as a waitress. I'll guarantee like, he was a drug dealer or something. Yeah, but they like didn't that. show any of that. This is what I'm saying. Is like this movie is Why two hours long. Why do you guarantee long. that? How can you guarantee? That? I can't. Because he only had one fighter, and she wasn't fighting. Where so, is he? So you got automatically jumped right to drug deal. Drug deal. Yeah, he didn't show him a job either, did you? He had to pay his rent somehow. Yeah. The, this sure this was how else could he pay his rent? This, he must be dealing. He must drugs. be drug. Well, it's a it's a it's a pretty good guess. He uh, was he yeah. was a. He was a douchebag. Bryce's point earlier Not about the fact video. that this was every cliche ever imaginable, even oh. the fact they had to throw a CLF in there, made zero sense. Oh my god! Yeah, this was this was completely awful. It was. It's probably. It's gonna make my top five rages of the year. I'm, I'm almost positive. Mm. <laughs> That was pretty bad. I didn't make it. It was just new on Netflix. No, uh, oh, we're not blaming you. <laughs> Murray, we're happy you picked it. Because guess what? I'm blaming you. This the, this could be uh, the most rage-filled movie we talk about this week. Oh. Yep. Maybe not. Yeah, it's, it's pretty... So, congratulations, Murray. Okay, then. <laughs> All right, then. Let's go to the cinema. It's, we did that a lot. Well, we some did. of us did. Yeah. I went to the cinema. Me too. Yeah, then you stayed home all, all weekend. Watch okay. movies on your couch. I did, you did a little do a lot of that. Of that. But I went you did a lot more of that than going I, to the cinemas. I went I mean. to the cinema like three times. How many times am I supposed to go to the cinema? I went four times. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I also went three times. I don't so know what any of this has to do with the, the price, price of tea, tea in China. China. Some of these movies were also available in cinema. Yes. But we don't want to. If you so chose. Yes, that's true. We could have seen uh, all these in cinema, but I did see the, everything. Support your local cinema. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> we saw Resident Evil. Yes. We Welcome did. to Raccoon City. Oh, yeah, that's me. yeah, it is you. Uh, yeah. So set in 1998, the origin story explores the secrets of the mysterious Spencer Mansion and the ill-fated Raccoon City. Well, 
Bad news is there was no Alice and no Miljovic, who was in the other seven or eight of them. But or nine or it was ten. like pretty much every character from like the video game. So if you play any of the video games, especially the first one, you'll recognize pretty much everybody. Yep. Uh, which was good. And yeah, it had some nice zombie contagious, you know, disease type action with lots of blowing up and stuff. And acting was so-so. But yeah, it was okay for a Resident Evil movie. Uh, it was a meh. There you go. You want to go next, Buckaroo? Not really. I don't even understand. I don't know who this was made for. Was this, Who was this made for? I don't uh, know any of these people. Video game nerds. There's no character development. I have no idea who they are. Because you never played the video game. It was played, yeah. it was so made was for that, the people who played the So it was made for game. the people who played the video game. Yeah, yeah. Which isn't you. You're well, not also, the target audience. People who have seen so in the video the game, other ones. is there like annoying quick cuts like in this movie? Yeah, yes. It's a like just, it's a video boom, game. Do, 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 it's a video quick, game. Cut, cut, cut. It's cut, a video. Cut. Yep. It's it's a video game. It's, video game. it's basically it's a, video game a movie. movie video game. It actually had some decent gore in it, but I couldn't see any of it because the cuts were so quick. There was some quick cuts. Yes. Like stupid quick. Yeah, they were quick because it's a video game in a movie. I hated it. Okay. There you go. I Is that it? Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. It's stupid. Right. Okay. I don't know who it was made for. It was made for people. People, not you. Okay, you, but just a second. So you're saying that people that played the video game yes. would have enjoyed this movie. Yes. Let me. Do you want me to game. talk about what I thought of the movie? And I video game. It was It was absolutely... Well, it was and, such a steaming pile. Like, they're, they're, so if you knew these characters... Yes. Would that have helped? Maybe. Well, and some of these characters were in the other movies. It wasn't their first time ever on screen. Yeah. Just with different actors. I didn't know what was going on in any of these movies. Where it was, Whether it was Mila Jovovich Okay, but, or, but the important thing was... They're in a city, yeah, made of raccoons, <laughs> and I, and then the zombie there outbreak was no happens. Raccoons? There was there was raccoons in there, absolutely. There's, it's called Raccoon City. How did they get a name like Raccoon raccoons. City if there wasn't things made out I of raccoons? The, I wish the raccoons there was. were in it. I love that show. And then a Little zombie Canadian. outbreak happens. Little Canadian animation. And <laughs> and then Cyril a zombie Sneer. outbreak happens. If and Cyril Sneer was in this movie, to, it would have been fantastic. I don't know what that has to do with the price of tea in China. Anyways, talk about it. It was a rage. Anyway, it was crap. It's a video game movie. What, do you, what say you? you? Never the game, you okay. So. Video so, game movies are stupid and they should have never be made. I will somewhat agree with that comment. So... As we all know, zombie movies already start at 11. And sequels these days all start at a 1. But then video game movies also start at a 1. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure <laughs> how this was all going to work out when I got into this theater. This is supposed to be the origin of the Resident Evil franchise. And at and as it is pretty much the only video game I ever played, except Burger Time and Galaxian. I would like I, to see a Burger Time. Movie. I would love to see a Galaxian video mm, game. No. Yes. No. Absolutely. It would be stupid. No, it would be great. There'd be spaceships and shooting. Actually, I think Star Wars was actually Galaxian. I want to see a dude like a chef running around pouring pepper on giant eggs. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's because you're a vegan. Going you up want, and down you want you want to see people punishing these evil eggs. Oh, I get, I, I totally get it. So, uh, where was I? Oh, right, I my you were talking I, about burger time. burger time and Galaxian. I gotta say, 
it definitely felt like the first and maybe part of the first two Resident Evil games. So you almost got two Resident Evils for the price of one. The first 30 minutes of this film was kind of great. And the zombies coming out were all super 11-y. I love the zombie action. So that was satiating my palate for the zombie tasty, I say in quotes, parts of the film. That's a quote from the movie, by the way. Mm. But as mentioned, it is a video game movie. So there is a ton of stupid and idiotic, such Uh as preloaded movie projectors, predictable jump scares, and the usual sequel prequel dumbness. It was confusing me when I kept trying to control the movie trying to control the movie with my controller that I brought. Why I wasn't able to make the characters do what I wanted them to do. So I gave up trying. Like It it just was futile after a while. And then I just enjoyed the zombies and flesh eating and the corny dialogue and the convenient plot lines. I truly enjoyed Neil McDonald's McDonough. McDonough, thank you. Normal bad guy villainy, but especially loved his eyeball tits. Yes. Those alone was the price of admission. The eyeball tits. So yeah. let's talk about the math. <clears throat> 11 plus 1 plus 1 equals 13. Divided by 3 equals 4.33. Round up for passion of my favorite video game. And the Resident Evil reboot origin story is a meh. Meh. I don't think any of these MLs should have, like, jobs. Robbie ML and whatever his brother's name. I guess his brother's the his more brother, famous one. I don't know. His, no, his brother was Steven. He was, Steve, the, Ar- he yes. was the Arrow for, like, 10 years yeah. on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to just stop. <laughs> I don't want to see any more MLs. Can we get rid of the MLs? The, all of them? All of them. How I many think, is I there? I think there's only two. Seven? There's only two. Yeah. But the one of them is out of, out of he's But they're all just, he's every time I now, see so. them, it's like, just get off my screen. What are you doing to me? I don't like Robbie ML. Can, can we can we unpack the fact that they had a CLF at the end for no apparent reason yes, whatsoever? That's true. That made no sense. Yeah. None of it made Let's not any forget sense. the bazooka, my favorite part. And and okay, so <laughs> so they all have no problems driving into Raccoon City. Yeah. But then nobody, nobody can drive can out of yeah. Raccoon I, City? The only thing I liked about this movie yes. was the gooiness. There was a lot of goo. There was a lot of yeah. goo. It was practical it was, effects. Was, there was some practical effects. There was a lot of gooiness that I enjoyed. You didn't like the eyeball tits? Those were awesome. The gooiness was good, but it was just, it, it was, was not rage. enough gooiness to, not enough gooiness to pull to you. Pull me out of ragedom. Rid of ragedom. All right. Mary, do you want to throw some more icing on that eyeball tit covered cake? <laughs> it was all right. Like, I, I didn't really play the first one all the way through. I got frustrated with playing the game for one simple reason. I always ran out of ammo. You can never find ammo for the one gun you had. So basically, these zombies are coming at you. You got to be like, smart with your ammo. Is what yeah, they're teaching like, you. That's not a game. I Don't waste enjoy. your bullets on shoulders. Y'all got to do headshots. Are Dobermans jumping out of windows? Yeah, that's who, that's what I was shooting at. I love. You know what? After watching that movie, though, I did go home afterwards. No, I went home and watched the the original one with original? Mila Jovovich. Yeah. yeah. It's just as awful. I have the whole series. That would be Jovovich. Jovovich. Whatever. Not Jovovich. Jehovah's Witness? No, Jehovovich. Yeah, you're trying to make her into a Jehovah's Witness or something. But But I love her. I just, I love everything she's in. Jovovich. 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 
Actually, she's one of those. Anyway, never mind. She's she's beautiful. She, she is seems beautiful. smart. As she gets older too, she seems to she's be getting, getting more beautiful. beautiful. It's yeah. crazy. Like what's I going on it. with her? It's the best. You see her in the fifth element, and you know, she's all right. Yeah, she's okay. You see her now, it's like, oh. He's like, where? Why aren't you making more <laughs> Resident Evil? <laughs> I don't know. What's, what's she going to do next? Who uh, knows? Anyways. But I want to see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, what else did we see? House of Gucci. We saw House of Gucci. Mm. So, Marie refused to see House yes. of Gucci because he doesn't like Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Silly. That's silly. Yeah. So this, I mean, this story. I like Lady it's about Gaga. Fashion. Apparently, it's three hours long. Apparently, the Gucci family is not happy with this movie. They say a lot Surprise. of it's bullshit, but. Whatever. Whatever. The losers always take the spoils, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Father, Son, and House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. The acting in this movie is incredible by everyone, especially our man, Adam Driver, and our lady, Ga-Ga, and especially by Jared Leto. Oh. Let no one ever say he is not motherfucking brilliant after seeing this film. Every single time he's on the screen i am either laughing smiling or in awe of his brilliance the dialogue written for leto's character alone paolo gucci was a thing of wordsmith brilliance the story was interesting and engaging i knew nothing about the gucci story other than i can't afford anything in their stores but i felt the actors did an amazing job as did Ridley Scott, which I don't always say, to put me into this toxic family story and kept me engaged for the entire two hours and 37 minutes, which in my opinion was the exact perfect amount of time to tell the story and give it justice. Thanks to Halle Berry. Pacing was great and was pretty much everything in this film. Although, what I didn't what didn't hold up was the terrible attempts at every single person except Jared Leto, but especially by Jeremy Irons. His acting was just subpar or maybe okay, but it was diminished by his terrible, terrible Italian accent. Yeah. It was like watching Sean Connery trying to pretend he was Spanish and Highlander. At times it took me right out of the story. Again, You have pretty much all American actors. Just leave the accents alone. They didn't need to have accents. We're listening to them speak English. And then in other times, we're actually hearing radio uh, dialogue that's actually in Italian. Now, you can have your opinion. Mm. I'm having mine. All right. Okay. Just speak English is all I'm saying. And just get these actors to act and not change their voice accents. The only one, as I mentioned, who really pulled it off was Leto. Music, That's I felt. Yeah. Well, he's brilliant. he's the only. They should have just had him speaking it because he's the only one that could do it after the, after Ridley Scott's watching him it. Speaking it, and then no one else speaking. It could have been a dialect. No it could have been he was from a different area of Italy, so he had to have a dialect. The music, I felt, no was weird right at times and didn't really fit with the story, in my opinion. I know they tried to match the music to the time frame of the biopic, yeah. but the music, although I liked the songs, I personally didn't feel it matched the tone of the film at times. Like when they were getting married and you're listening to Here Comes the Rain Again by the Eurythmics, and I'm kind of like, what? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that didn't make sense at all. Yeah, it was fine. The only two things that took me out of this story a few times um, 
was the accents and that music. Otherwise, House of Gucci may be too expensive for me, but they're not too rich to accept my Mondo. This film was brilliant. Wow, Mondo. Yeah. Huh. Absolutely. Lady Gaga, Jared Leto were absolutely outstanding and Adam Driver's excellent everything. The yeah, acting alone. Adam Driver was great. I didn't Mauricio. I didn't look at my watch once. I just want to say their names. So Lady Gaga was Patrizia Reggiani. Reggiani actually. Sorry. Patrizia Reggiani. Adam Driver was Maurizio Gucci. Jared Leto Paolo Gucci. <laughs> so awesome. And Al Pacino was Aldo Gucci. Who was also just basically Al Pacino. He was. <laughs> How good was Al Pacino, though, too? Don't well, blaze over Al Pacino. Well, you do You do know that as we were watching it, I leaned over to you and I gave him the two sign. Because he flipped from his Al Pacino 1 yep. to Al Pacino 2, two for one short, short moment in the movie. Yes, he did. Yeah, he's got, you know, he goes from 0 to 60 in, like, <laughs> 0 seconds. <laughs> He's it's true. He's either here or he's tossing a flamethrower at this player. I don't even know what the line is anymore. <laughs> at any rate, really, really well acted. Everybody in it did a very good job. As you mentioned, Jared Leto, I could just sit there. Every time... This movie was uneven for one reason, because every time Jared Leto was on the screen, it went to a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, it was so, so much fun when he was on the screen. But uh, Lady Gaga knocked it out of the park. Oh, um, she, she was, was great. She was fantastic. It was just such an entertaining... And you know that this isn't 100% accurate. There's no way that it can no. be. But it was 100% entertaining. Yes. And from, from the opening frame, and as you say, two hours and you know, 37, 37 minutes. minutes. I didn't feel I, it was that I, long. I, yeah, I was shocked. When I got home and it was like 20, 20 minutes after 1 a.m., I was like, what the... <laughs> Were the previews that long? And then I went and actually looked how long the movie was. I was like, oh, that's really? a, but, but to me, that's the sign yeah. of an amazing film because you're it so breezed, engrossed it in it. absolutely breezed by. It was it was so much fun. Uh, yeah, it was Mondo. Of course it was Mondo. If you gave it anything less, I'd be surprised. It would have been like Jared Leto alone. That's the whole thing. It's Jared Leto. Okay, so... I don't want to give any hints yes. about what's going to happen for our, my Academy Award this year. Mm. But I'm saying that Jared Leto's in the race is what I'm saying. Yes. He's on the docket. He's on, he's on the short list. He's on the short list for sure. Nice. Okay. Well, we also, as Murray had alluded to earlier, we were in. Mondo. <gasps> Mondo. Nice. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often. Actually, did we? No, there was a there's a mixed bag of tricks before that. So, we saw a shit ton of movies at Cuff Dogs at our favorite film festival of all times, Calgary Underground Film Fest. So, people who are our friends are listening from the U.S. because there's more of you than in our own country. Thank you. A lot of these films you may or may not be able to see right away, but. Take a listen for the ones that were, you know, powerful to us. They're all documentaries. They have a documentary festival at the end of November, and then they have their regular festival in April. As if you've been listening to us, you know all this. And it was a, it was a pretty outstanding festival. We got to see in cinema, and we got to see. And if you want to see the entire docket, 
that was on Cuff uh, Docs this year, go to calgaryundergroundfilm.org and search the festival films. These are just a select that we actually did. We're going to try and blast through these as fast as possible. Okay, so Bryce and I got to see This Is Guar in cinema. Uh, I'm paraphrasing here. But when your grandma died, the rest of your family sucks. This movie is the movie I've been waiting for my entire life. And now I can go to Thailand and die. This motherfucking Mondo is also did make me love Cuttlefish just more than I did before. I love this movie. It was really good. Yeah. There's Mondo. This is Guar. Is Mondo. Is Mondo. Yep. <clears throat> and Mondo! you? Do you love cuttlefish? Uh, no. All right. I didn't say eat it. You can still love it. It's a creature mm-hmm. of the sea. You love all creatures. That's true. Okay. Joyride. Uh, actually, Murray, you got to see this one too. I did. Um, so if you like watching two comics who are best friends, bring you on a past, present, and possibly future journey with their lives you will love this which i did i've been a big fan of bob and dana for a very long time this movie made me laugh out loud multiple times i even watched it a second time in cinema it to me was mondo uh yeah like one of the two movies i actually got to see because i was done volunteering and yeah i i don't know i i kind of i lived through the 80s so i know who bobcat is and all the antics that they go through that he went through in the 80s and stuff i'm familiar with it it was just nice to see he had a normal side yeah because for years all you thought he was was the the goofball from, from police, police academy, academy. that's was his real character his real yeah real voice but it's not or or the guy that you know goes on talk shows and sets couches on fire yeah, yeah exactly. again this is all the 80s i yeah. did not remember any of that until i, I was did. watching it and yeah. i was like oh yeah I, I don't remember the arsenio hall thing yeah i remember the arsenio yeah. like arsenio uh, show up, was came... canceled and he basically he said to destroy his set as an fu to paramount yeah it's like i don't remember that part yeah that was awesome yeah, yeah arsenio let him do it he just he didn't stop him it's like nice yeah but so yeah it was yeah i, I don't know about mondo it was definitely very good um it was a meh all right yeah. there you go it was mondo all right it was a, it was a lot of fun from 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 scene one all the way through to the end uh, the love that these two guys have each yeah. for each other kind of comes through too. I kind of imagine uh, this will be us twenty years from now traveling over their podcast and a little bit, little bit of a you know trip down I nostalgia way. They got into a car accident sure. on their road trip. Yeah, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, so no, it was uh, really good. I liked it, Mondo. Sweet. Uh, once upon a time in Uganda. It's Mondo. Come on. If, we, if, we, if the subject is Wakali Wood, it's Mondo all day long. It's, There's just no getting away from it. It is. Long Tell us a little bit. Wakali Wood. That's all you want to say about it? Yes. Okay. Well, let me talk a little bit about it. Alan Hoffmanis, I think is probably maybe his name, truly is very cool. And thank God he sold everything and moved to Uganda. This doc is as funny as any Wakaliwood film, for those who don't know what that is, this will help you to understand what we, Film Rage, already know. There is never enough of it in this world. This is so fun and so mondo, and I smiled all the way through this. Yeah. Hashtag movie, movie, movie. Movie, movie, movie. I still want my funeral in Thailand, movie but I want to be killed in Wakaliwood. Yes. That's a thing, and I want to do it. 
movie it is. is on. Yeah, you can I, pay money to go to Wakaliwood and get killed. <laughs> I have a side story. Oh, oh. Because I was there volunteering. Yes. There was this girl in Uganda. In, no, at oh. the festival in person, seeing it, not online. And there was this girl with I know her boyfriend or whatever, and they they came came to the, the performance, and then they had left a ticket for her dad. And this was the story she told us. He hadn't been to a movie in 20 years, and he's from Uganda. Oh, no way! And he was late for the film. Oh, no. So I was about to go in with my popcorn and stuff to watch this movie, because you guys talked about how great it was. And, yeah, he was like, okay, the theater was dark, so I you know, whipped out my little flashlight and helped him find his seat next to his daughter. And then I took his balloting at the end. And of course, he gave it a five out of five. He loved I wonder it. if he's the guy. First so the director movie he's seen in twenty years. The director made friends with us on on Facebook. Oh, I don't know, but yeah, he and had, he uh, he said, "Tell me when it is." He's going to tell a friend. I bet you that's yeah. His no, friend. he hadn't been to the cinema in twenty years. This is the first movie he saw. And he nice. Loved it. So yeah, yeah, I also gave it a mondo. It was a lot of fun. Cool. All right. Uh, Cannon Arm. Cannon Arm and the Arcade Quest. You know what? Every time they make any documentary about video games and getting high scores, I don't know what it is, but they're all freaking fantastic. I just... <laughs> okay. They're a lot of fun. They always are. Um, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm giving this Mondo, too. I really, really enjoyed it. Okay. Well, let me tell you a little bit the, what I thought about the, this. The best, the best part is when you had to take a pee break and you had to, like, run outside, <laughs> yes. take a pee, run back inside. Yeah. Well, they had so many lives, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so this is the Danish equivalent of King of Kong meets Super Size Me. If you like vintage video games and middle-aged men playing them, then you will love this. I love video games, and I am a middle-aged man that plays them, so yeah. that's probably why, why no, I... No, 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 I it. said if you like watching middle-aged men playing them, mm, which apparently you also like to do. Apparently I the, do. The parties are hard, the gameplay was intense, but to me the film was mad. I am tired of seeing... Oh, middle-aged men wa- watching no, video give me games. More, give me more middle-aged men <laughs> playing video games, please. Okay, there you go. Murray, did you see this one? You didn't, right? Uh, no, I was scheduled to at the end on Saturday, but we decided to leave early and go play video games. That's like true. We actually did. Do. We actually did go play video games. All right. So from there we go to we were once kids. What we went? We went to better living through chemistry first. Not according to what I've you got. You list. sent me. Oh. So we were once kids. This is where I'm going. I don't know where you're going. Let's go there. Uh, You know what? I was just pleased to watch this because I just wanted confirmation that uh, Larry Clark is a complete scuzzbag. Which we all know. And, you know, I knew he was, but now I'm absolutely positive that he was. What a freak. Oh, my goodness. You know what? This this movie made me so angry. It's got to be Mondo. It's got to be a Mondo. There you go. (laughs) Uh, For those of us who haven't seen the controversial, well, who, who haven't seen the controversial film Kids yeah. when it came out or even since played since. This is that's one of those movies that you watch once. Yeah, you can you, never you, watch it again. You, you can't watch it. You don't it want again. it's it's painful to watch. Yeah, yeah and it's, it is. It's a powerful movie, but you can't watch it more yeah. than once. This this is um this film is heartwarming and brings you to a new level for these adult kids. 
it was good and it had a very cool message. But this style of doc for me, I, I didn't, I didn't love this. Oh, one. Really? It was a man. Yeah, I, I, I did I really like a lot to, of it. I got to know a lot of these these kids that I didn't didn't know. You know, I didn't know their stories at all. I was actually quite enthralled with it. All. Yeah, I, I thought you might. That's not my type of doc. But yeah. I did like the where are they now type docs. I don't really care where they are now. I want to see something. I guess I'll be let you take the lead because the list you sent me is not in order of the list that you've got in front Apparently, of you. Apparently, I don't know so what happened. I don't know the, what you're doing with the this world random turned, stuff. I here. guess it's random. Yeah, so, ahead. better life through chemistry. Better, better living, better living got, through chemistry. I've got like four movies before that, but okay, better living through chemistry. What'd you think, All Jim? Right. I love this movie. Um, and I think that we should all be doing a little bit more chemistry. It's a shame that this is not something that has been put more into practice to solve all the world's problems. I could take a heavy dose of this couple every day of my life. This bored me to tears. I love this. Movie. I am watching these this couple and going, why are we filming them? Why do I care? This was... This You've was never a, lived through chemistry, was, though. There was one rage, and it was this. Oh, I my God. Not, I did not care. This was just... Oh, I cared everything about listening them. to these idiots tell stories about hanging out with these two completely boring people that are always wasted. Who cares? They... they they did more for... They did nothing for nothing. They did everything, everything for the progression of psychedelics, for curing mental illness, for curing all kinds of things. His his writings are brilliant. <sighs> Apparently, you've never done any psych psychedelics, and maybe that's what you're missing Boring. in life. Boring. Look at me. I didn't see it. Do you, do you, like, do you like chemistry? Uh, not especially, no. Okay. Well, Woodlands, Dark, and Days Bewitched. This was a marathon, man. I wa I had this. I needed to watch this in three sittings. I could not do it all at once. <laughs> it's like three and a half hour movie. It was three hours, and it was a lot. And if you watched it in cinema, it was at nine o'clock at night on a Saturday. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of lot of content. An avalanche of content. It's like data dumps, like open your brain and insert yeah. here. And so, you know, it was it was meh because it was just too, too it was it needed too to long. Be edited. Yeah. yeah. It either needed to be edited or it needed to literally be in three parts mm. to kind of but uh, it's one of those movies where you're watching it, you're appreciating all the stuff that you're learning. Yep. And I really did like the people that she interviewed yep. and everything. Like, it was all good, but it was just too long and it was just too much. Yeah. So it's meh. All right. Good content. I didn't get to see it. Unfortunately, my screen link was broken, but mm. I really wanted to see it because I could have used some sleep that one night when you were watching it. <laughs> I think I was watching it at the same time. There you go. Uh, Luchadoras. Is that Luch the right pronunciation? Luchadoras. Oh, yeah, I did actually see that one. Did all you? right. What'd you think? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that would be a mess. It was, meh. It was uh, yeah, because I knew what it was about because I have watched my fair share of Mexican wrestlers. As we all have. Uh, and just, yeah, from the female side of it, in the country, basically, you know, they're being, women are basically being brutally, you know, beaten up and killed every day. It's like, it was nice yep. to see some of them stand up for themselves. But D yeah. did we, though? I mean, this, everything was just, so meh nothing they didn't dig d 
deeply enough into anything in this documentary. I I just I felt I, and it wasn't I did wasn't even wanting more because they didn't show me enough for me to even want more. I was just watching it not really enjoying it, not really not liking. I just it was just there. I was super disappointed in it because uh, I was actually looking forward to it, but see, I, I didn't learn anything. I, I actually liked it a lot. Okay. The, these women, as Murray had alluded to, these women of Juarez, Mexico, are powerful, strong fighters for their lives and their craft. This film about Mexican female wrestlers is, in my opinion, an amazing story of strength of the female spirit and doing whatever it takes to survive on the streets, in the ring, that. and in one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Oh, and these ladies just happen to kick ass and punch dicks all the way to a mondo. I love this movie. Wow, I thought it needed to be better. I, I'm not saying that the, the base story's not there for yeah, a mondo. No, I don't think it was executed well. Uh, yeah, I could, I could see why. Again, this is another one of the things with documentaries. You yeah. love watching middle-aged men playing video games. I Who love doesn't? watching. I love uh, me. Apparently, I don't like it as much as you. I, I like to see female wrestlers taking their life back. And I don't. I kind of just was able to just absorb what was happening to them. I didn't need to store all their backstories because it kind of gave a little bit of them, and then it lets you see where they go in life. Yeah, and it, it was just I, a slow progression of I these women. To, I needed to care more about them, and it didn't do it for me. Eh, I loved them. I all. wanted to care about them more. I cared a lot about them. I loved them. Mm-hmm. I want to put a go down there and watch them. Watch them, dear Mister Brody. I knew nothing about this. I knew nothing about this either, actually. I well, I think can, it was only believe- a week. It took place in a week or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but it got like total, like, you think it would have been a thing. Because, I mean, judging from all the coverage that it got from all the news media. Yeah, but from- it was like 1970 or something. I know. Like, and I wasn't you weren't even, born. I wasn't born there. So why would you just, know about because it? Because I've been on this earth for 40 some odd years. For an event that took place one you week? You think it would have crossed the path of it at some point. I don't know. Because it's a pretty are you, interesting Are you glad story. that you finally got to hear the story? I'm very glad that I finally got All to right. hear the story. All right. So tell us was, a little bit about why. Because I didn't know anything. I, I'm still shocked that I knew nothing about it. But it was it was a pretty interesting story about this. I mean, can you call him a, a, a con man? I mean, he was. But at the same time, he was he, still trying to give some money away. He but still the was. the fact that he would sit there and represent himself is like... You know, I've got unlimited money. Well, no, you don't. <laughs> uh, he did have money, he but had money. he just didn't he have didn't that have much. Little, you know, he didn't have the $50 million that he was going to offer Vietnam to stop it. It's like it was all Every single thing. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. But uh, it was actually the, the, the insanity of it all and the fact that you saw the ups and downs of this guy and the, the, the ultimate tragedy of this whole thing. And the ultimate tragedy of the, of all the people that wrote these letters, and just the connection, and the, the mother and the daughter that didn't know they were writing, and then you know that getting to see that at the end, and there was a lot going on here, and I loved it. I lapped it all up. I really so enjoyed it. Was this a mondo. It was a mondo. All right. Well, let me say tell you what I thought of this. Uh, this doc went in a direction that I wasn't expecting, as. I thought it was going to be more about a story about Mr. Brody, but it was more about everybody's sob story that were found in a bunch of letters that he never even read. Michael Brody was an interesting man. I wish I knew more about him and his past and less about people wanting his money. It was meant for me. Really? Yeah, I did not love this movie. After about the third time, I was like, okay, are they going to... 
are they gonna just stop telling us all these people's stories because i really didn't care like it was kind of like whatever huh. people wanted money everybody wants money everybody writes stories like i was watching the i don't know a, a, a I section it. of the news well i get it like i i wasn't i wasn't connected to these people because it's like 30 40 50 years later that's why it's so intriguing yeah it's like whatever they didn't get his money some of them didn't and now even, they, they didn't really? interview any of the people so, that so like they, when they, they when they, specific they, people read their letters back and they pick up the letter and and there were some of them that didn't even really remember and then they pick up the letter and then you'd see the emotion as they read it like that didn't affect you no, no zero yeah, i was you, like oh, i was like, okay you seem to be living you they are did, a heartless they, bastard. they they literally interviewed people i thought i was supposed they, to be they, a heartless they, bastard. they literally sat and interviewed people who's got who were all got their life together they didn't go and find people that are living on the street still I needing thought, the money they didn't I find it was, they, I it, was cool. it was it was like it was so designed was for, so to cool try to pull on heartstrings the letters and i don't know whatever yeah let's move on let's talk about kurt vonnegut unstuck in time yeah it was all right <laughs> right <laughs> it was meh murray did you see it no yeah i kind of figured i i didn't get to see this one because it was only in cinemas yeah but i get the feeling that it wasn't going to be that interesting it was uh, mad. It was actually probably one of the biggest crowds they had all weekend. Yeah, it was big. Well, people like I love Kurt Vonnegut's writing. I've I've read, uh, you know, his works. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't really want to see a doc about him. All right. Next. Sediments. Didn't see it. Yep, I did. Uh, this, by far, I've seen a ton of films about transgender people, and this of all was the most natural. And in my opinion, respected each one of the people in this film and helped us to get to know them uh, a lot better and um, helped us to, to grow as well as they grew through this film and continued to grow as the film progressed. This was a show for me. Uh, of all the films that I screened actually with Cup this year, there was a lot of films about transgender uh, community and this to me was the best. It's all called right. Sediments. Rebel Dykes, you also didn't see this. Didn't it's see it. a great origin story of these awesome Rebel Dykes in the UK. Great stories, great movement, very positive film for the LBGTQ plus movement. I loved it. It was Mondo. Hmm. Uh, Satoshi Khan, the illusionist. Didn't see it. You also didn't see it. I did see that one. All right. If you love anime and who is hmm. known to be the god of all things anime, you will love this docs. I am not a fan of anime mm -hmm. per se, but his work, which isn't as much as it could have been, is amazing. And this doc for me was Mondo. I love him, his influence and what he's done for film. It was incredible. When Claude got shot. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And? Uh, it was uh, pretty good. Mm -hmm. It was pretty good what was it about it was about uh, when claude got shot it's actually right in the title mm -hmm. and then he lives ah uh, he does live so happy ending <laughs> oh no. and there's a it's, happy ending actually no it's not really a happy ending it is a it's basically a, a film about a young man who tries to carjack claude and Claude decides he's gonna step on the gas and get the heck out of yeah, there. yeah that's what I would do and uh, the young man shoots Claude he figures that the bullet just went through the window and didn't didn't actually hit anything, but it actually hit Claude, and Claude almost died. Ooh! But um, yeah, Claude uh, Claude survives. 
and they finally they eventually catch this kid and it's about the you know he's a 15 year old kid dumb 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 does some you know did some stupid things because he's a kid and it's about the the weird connection that ends up happening between this these two in the, the end two of them oh wow so <laughs> starts out as uh him trying to get this kid out of juvie court and into adult court because you know he yeah. thinks that yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he needs to he needs to pay the price and by the end of it, he's uh, ends up uh, Claude ends up being a mentor for this kid. Oh so wow! It's uh, it's pretty good. Is it good but enough? It's math. it's math. Lost Boys, and not the Lost Boys that Murray loves. This is a different Lost Boys. No. Yeah, Lost Boys is also math. Um, it's it's another. It's a story about you know some schmoey McSchmoenstein that decides he's going to go to to Asia and, to Schmoville, <laughs> and uh, you know get. Uh, be high for the entire time he's there and have sex with every prostitute and you know in the end he dies and the, uh, we it's don't we ending. don't know exactly what happened to him and it's so, about that so, so wait like, whatever he goes to thailand uh he went to thailand and um so so this guy is living my dream is what you're saying yes he what? goes to thailand to die yeah okay pretty much nice that's pretty much... I don't think he actually died in Thailand, though. Where did he die? Myanmar? No. Laos? Laos. I'm just listing off countries now that are near Thailand. Wakanda? V- Vietnam. Yeah, did he die in Wakanda? He did not. Oh, right. Cambodia. Cambodia. Cambodia, there you go. I was eventually getting to Cambodia. Yeah, I think he uh, I think he dies in Cambodia. He All starts right. in Thailand. He goes over to Cambodia. He kind of... Maybe he gets buried in in um, Thailand though, which is really ultimately where. I in the to end, buried. he's the subject of a man movie. That's, there you go. And then you saw. Oh no, Murray saw Cliff, a portrait of an artist. Uh, yeah, more or less. Yeah, um, I don't know who the guy is. I'm not a big fan of art to begin with, but yeah, his artwork was okay. Although I don't know, he seemed to, he like did artwork on like little boxes, like smaller than a mailbox but he didn't draw out. do cats i know you don't like no, paintings of cats uh, summer cats but the thing is <laughs> it kind of stopped being about summer cats his as artwork, opposed to winter cats and it was more about him dying mm. like basically two-thirds of the movie is him in the hospital hooked up the machines as he's drawing and slowly and like well no, he doesn't do a lot of artwork in the, in the hospital but it it it, flash, it goes back and forth between his younger, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was selling he was famous, and stuff, yeah. to when he's but it was just a lot of him in the hospital dying, and it's like I've had way too many relatives that have gone that way, and it's just it was. Just he was starting food. to suck the life out of you. It was depressing for me. But it was a mess. But yeah, no, he had some good artwork, but yeah, unfortunately, he did die in the end. But it's like, oh. Okay, so uh, what was your favorite film of the fest of the festival that we got to see? Ooh, me? Yeah. Must have been because um, you didn't see a lot. Say maybe Joyride. Okay, a little bit better than Uganda, but not much. Yep, this is gonna be a tough one for you, Bryce. Yeah, there's three. You gotta pick one. But I've got three. One. No, you're picking one. But I got three. No, one. But one. there's three. No, it's one. You get one. That's see, it. One is less than three. Yeah, one is less than three. What is the one movie that if people are gonna see a movie, they should see this one? But there's three. No, we've already talked about them all. Just talk about the one. one If I have to pick one, it's... That's what you do. Mm, I don't want to pick... There's three. You have to pick one. Fine. This is Guar. There we go. go. And 
For me, it was also this is Guar. There you go. <laughs> and I have no idea who Guar is. But, They're awesome. But you need to know who Guar is, no, Murray. I really don't. Everybody needs you know to what, know. You know what this movie did? It convinced me that I still need to see Guar with the new lead singer and the whole deal. Well, that's what I said. Let's, I why don't we go? And you said, I don't want to go see Guar again. No, no. That's not what I said. What did you say? I said, maybe next time. <laughs> Okay, there you go. It's not the right time for Guar in your life. It's not the right life. time for Guar in my life right now. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to see them, hopefully, when they roll around. I, I don't know how many years they got left in them, to be honest. But I'm hoping that they got oh, at least the, a couple more years It's never going to end. That's yeah. that's the great thing about Guar. It's a it's a, it's an artist collective. I, that I was continues. against going to any Guar shows after. Yeah, uh, I remember you were like, oh, it doesn't have him in anymore, so it's not Guar. Yeah. It's like, apparently, you don't know yeah, Guar Rocky, as much I, as you thought it he was. He was a guy, but now He's, I'm looking at him, you know what, it was a collective, and, I, and I'm, yep. I'm putting way too much stock in the I fact that. that he was, and it's like, you know what? They, you they, grew as a person. Is that what happened? Yes. <laughs> okay, then. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage. Taking over. Sweet, sweet rage. So, <clears throat> I put a little bit of a trick in here because I didn't really want to let the boys know what my true rage is this week. It's not Halle Berry? Uh, it's Halle Berry, but it's not what I originally was thinking throwing you a what is it called a bone no a fish red bone herring. a red herring fish i knew it was bone. a fish i love fish bone i love fish bone party too. at ground zero there's a movie star in you yeah and the world will turn to glowing green peppers too wackadoo 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 yeah it's so true everybody bands, loves fish no bone who the hell they are. it's oh, fish they're bone so good. they're so good um but my rage this week is why would anybody let halle berry direct this movie i don't know that's my rage that's all i that's all, all right. i just really want to say like she did kind of disappear. It's like, I don't know what she did. I like, I used to love Halle Berry. Mm. And that, as Murray had reminded me, I stopped loving her after she did that James Bond movie. Mm. And it just seems like it was been a downhill oh, she, she won the Oscar is what happened. She's awesome in Monsters Ball. Yeah, it was great. But that wasn't the James Bond that was after, after that, that was yeah. After. So that's what I'm saying. She that's did Monsters yeah, Ball she, and followed it up with ja- the worst James Bond movie yeah, ever made. She 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 won the Academy Award and then it just went. She's just terrible after that. Yeah. So my rageous week is Halle Berry. Well, I'm I'm looking and yeah, other than the X Men, she did uh, a Kingsman and she did a John Wick. That's pretty much it. Well, which is okay because she was good. She was and great in John Wick Three. A lot of the rest of it is crap. And I'm looking forward to John Wick Four with her in it. So if she's not in, I'll be disappointed. That's my rage. All right. Do you want to answer your question? Why she was allowed to direct? Yeah, sure. She probably also produced it, and she probably had the money. She still has money. Sure, why not? Okay. John Wick Four. As far as I know. All right then. <laughs> Somebody wake up, Bryce. <laughs> Bar. Video game movies are stupid. That's my rage. But yet you gave a mondo to a movie about old men playing video games. Video game documentaries are awesome. Video games, movies based on video games are stupid. 
See, he should have come with us. That's my rage. To uh, play some video games. No, he could have watched us play video games. That's right. Because he would have enjoyed that. Yeah. Although I'm not as good as the dude was in that movie, but. Video game movies are stupid. That's my rage. That are not documentaries. Okay. They're not documentaries. Gotcha. All right. That was it then. It's a quick rage this week. Apparently. Oops. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. Hello, potential listeners. My name is The Vern, and I'm the host of the Cinema Recall Podcast. On most shows, myself, along with some great guests, we will talk about a movie and then some of the most iconic moments that happened in said movie. On top of that, you'll get bonus shows where I will give you short reviews about new and classic movies, or I'll just rant and rave about something going on in the entertainment industry. So come check us out. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, most other places. Don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at Cinema underscore Recall. And then on Facebook, Instagram, we are Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, don't forget to email us your ad spots to play on future episodes. That email is cinemarecall at gmail.com. Hope to see you around, and thank you very much for listening. Oh, baby. Well, I'm so glad you guys left me all this time by having very short rages this week. Yes. Going to fill up. This is going to be a two-hour episode. Mine's kind of long. looking that way. It's it's the Merman Hour. All right. (laughs) As people may or may not know, I happen to love the Oscars. But my two podmates do not. So this is an early Christmas gift for them. What? Okay. Quite often, the Academy gives awards to people who don't deserve them. That's while at the true. same time, ignoring the best performances every year. Mm-hmm. So, Merman presents people who should give their Oscars back. I'm liking this already. I knew you would. Let's start with Mr. Two Face himself, Al Pacino. Best, one best yeah. actor for Scent of a Woman. Okay, now, he's a fine actor most of the time. Take a flamethrower to this place. But if you were to watch <laughs> The Godfather Part 2 and then Scent of a Woman back-to-back, completely different performances. True. <laughs> one is Al Pacino 1 and the other is Al Pacino 2. <laughs> he obviously two. forgot the act of layering in his characters. Oh, yeah, uh, that's gone. The Academy played a sick joke on Pacino by giving him basically a Lifetime Achievement Award for this crappy movie. Instead of ones he should have like won years earlier. It was meh. Denzel Washington and Malcolm X should have won that Oh, year. totally. Next yeah, up, one you're true. not going to like. Okay. Argo. What? Best picture, 2000. I got to agree with Murray on this one. Ben Affleck, who you <laughs> know I don't awesome. like, who was basically snubbed for a best director nomination. Which is stupid. Uh, but was somehow due. So the Academy basically gave, gave his movie the best picture. I would agree with Murray on this one. Uh, what about Lincoln, Armor? I'm sorry, I'm more. Uh, yeah. Beast of the Southern Wild. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's so disappointing well, that, that a mediocre drama like Argo took the top prize that year. I agree with Murray 100%. Wholeheartedly. Nah. I thought Argo was just as good as those other ones. No. Next up, we have movie Ben Affleck was also in. Ah, nice. Gwyneth Paltrow. What she went Best for. Best actress, 1998. 
for Shakespeare in Love. Oh, yeah. yeah. 1998 Academy Awards was a giant turd burger. Ah. The biggest poo was Gwyneth Paltrow winning Best Actress ah. over yeah, who's Kate Blanchett for Elizabeth. Ah. It's basically common knowledge that Paltrow only won the Oscar because Harvey Weinstein was very aggressive in his campaign for the award, mm. like every other part of his life. Yeah, Enough said. Yeah, Wait, was Glenn Close in a movie at time? Because that's probably one that she was robbed from. Right. She's been robbed in every time she's been in something. Stop. We have Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Best supporting <laughs> yeah. actor. I don't care who he was against. He did not deserve it. <laughs> He's basically a perfect example of an actor who won an Oscar and almost immediately fell off the face of the earth. Oh, he made snow works. dogs. What are you talking snow about? Dogs. In Calgary. I know. He beat out Edward Norton in Primal Fear. Yeah. yeah. And William H. Macy in Fargo. That's that both. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. Both of still don't have an Oscar, by yeah. the way. William H. Macy, all that's the way. That's crazy. Yeah. We've already discussed this. Then William H. Macy next was up, Mondo. we have Miss Fishlips. Renee Zellweger. Oh, Zelly. What's, what's she even Best went for? Best Supporting Actress, 2004, for Cold Mountain. Really? Cold yeah. Mountain. Uh, I, I love my, my Nicole that. Kidman. Of course you did. Uh, she was nominated three consecutive years. Really? 2002 to 2004. That's nice. crazy. She finally won for Cold Mountain. Good for her. It's safe to say she was the most entertaining part of an otherwise bloated drama. <laughs> her was, cartoonist performance bloated. should not have been a serious Oscar. It is all right, though. Apologies for for Holly man. Hunter. Who was snubbed yeah. that year for her role in 13. And probably Glenn Close, because she would have been in a movie that year. <laughs> I'm just one saying. Of, one of the 12 times she was nominated. Yeah, and should have won every single time. Next up, one year probably also not going to like. Jennifer Hudson. Well, I'm on side with that. supporting actress 2007 for Dreamgirls. Okay. The fact she won for is basically mm. one of the most head-scratching moments in recent memory. Really? It wasn't a bad performance, but it wasn't acting. The whole movie is based around her singing ability. Although and she, had she virtually was like no dramatic scenes, they gave it to her over more deserving Kate Blanchett again. Uh, I'm seeing a Abigail, theme here. Abigail Breslin in Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> People wonder why I don't like Jennifer Hudson. That's why. And Eddie Murphy was robbed. That's right. I said it. Oh, wait, so also in that movie. So she would give her Oscar back so that Eddie could get it? Get, no, he could get one instead. She oh, should right. probably give her Oscar to Eddie. There yeah, you go. that's what I'm saying. That would help me. Next up, Roberto Benigni. Roberto. Best actor. Oh. Life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. It, you know, it was a you know what? pleasant and funny It doesn't hold up. I can tell you that. I but, watched it again. But... We, we needed to get that whole, like, the joy that he had accepting yeah, the Oscar yeah, was, was worth it. It was yeah. so worth it. But his performance he should have gotten an Oscar Screw everybody that. else. They weren't going to have a reaction yeah. like that. Um, yeah, but the fact that he beat out Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan. Nah, I'm, one of I'm the worst still, robberies of all time. I'm nah, going Benini on that one. I'm going Benini. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Next up, we have Crash. Best Picture 2004. Okay, what is it against? I'm okay with it. Last so 21 years, crash. the worst picture, best picture winner is without a doubt Crash. No. It's a weepy, unbelievable mm. drama about how racism is bad. It racism also is bad. Racism is Oscars bad. for editing and the screenplay. Yeah. The movie's director, yeah. Paul Haggis, didn't even think it deserved the award. Okay. He said in an interview, was it the best film of the year? I don't think so. Actually, you know what should have won the Oscar that. was... David Cronenberg's Crash. There you go. Uh, I'm just saying. It wasn't released in the same I know, year, but it, whatever it was, it should have won. 
But it wasn't nominated. But it should have won, Actually, is all I'm telling it might you. Have been nominated. I don't know. It's probably for effects. Not done yet. Oh. Then we have. How long is this? Just about. <laughs> Sandra Bullock, best <laughs> actress. Yeah, no. You had me at Sandra Bullock. By the way, we're going to have to watch her new movie. Oh, uh, no. You know why we got to watch it? Because it's on Netflix. No, it's not only up. is it on Netflix. But Viola Davis is in it. And oh, I have a feeling she's yeah. coming off a list because I can't imagine this isn't a rage. Anyway, I mean, Sandra Bullock, she's funny, charming, easy person to root for. Is she? But she did not deserve an Oscar for performance in The Blind Side. Even the subject of the film, the, the linebacker, a bunch of linemen for the, for the NFL, wasn't really a fan of the movie. Like, he didn't think they did a good job of portraying his life. So. Sandra Bullock, wrestling Ernest Hemingway. That's <laughs> the only go. movie she was any good She in. was great in Speed. Speed. Nope. <laughs> yes. Just wrestling Ernest Hemingway. And then Kim Basinger, Best Supporting Actress, 1997. Or LA what? Confidential. Really? 1997. I don't remember that. The movie world had been taken over by Titanic. Uh-huh. Academy just mm. looking to give somebody else another award. And they came up with Kim Basinger? <laughs> they came up of with Kim Basinger people. for Ellie Confidential. Wow. It's a solid film. It's a good movie. Uh, Julianne Moore and Boogie Nights should have won instead. I concur. And finally, one yes. of oh, finally. favorites. All right. Cano hasn't won Julia an award Julia Roberts. Julia. Best yeah. actress in 2000. For Aaron? Aaron Brock. Nice. It's one of the worst movies ever made. It's, it's the Academy right. was just it's itching awful. to give Roberts uh, an award, and this was their chance. The same category, performance of the year in any acting category, belonged to Ellen Burstyn. Yeah. In Requiem for a oh, Dream. Oh, of course. She'd be rec- for Ellen Burstyn yes, Requiem for a Dream. did. That is criminal. See, now you hate Julia Roberts like we do. Oh, my God. She, uh, Requiem for a, for a Dream. By the way, Jared Leto was in that. Yeah. Of course he she, was. She delivered a role so complicated, terrifying, and thoroughly juicy. It the was best juicy. Oh. performance is supposed to be so incredible so that it gives you chills. It does. Who got chills from Roberts and Aaron Brockovich? No, I got, I got chills, but it's a different kind of chill. Uh, Ellen Rage chill. called the role of Mrs. Goldfarb the role of my career. Absolutely. She was right. She was anyway. awesome in it. That movie so, was awesome. Her role awesome. was, best role was in The Exorcist, the but that's okay. waiting for those Oscars to come rolling in, people who don't deserve them. Yes. There you go. And stay tuned for our... End of season, where we will be having our own Academy Award. Yes. Sure. This year, Murray wasn't, a- is? Murray's, Murray wasn't aware, but we made a film rage decision well, earlier in the year good. because how much we hate the Oscars, the Oscars and yeah. awards. We are each giving away one award. There should not be this many awards as they have. Right. They get There is only one award, and that's it. It's the Academy Award, but it's the Film Rage Award there you from go. each one of us. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we had to watch some James Caan. Yeah, I forgot that I had to watch some James Caan. That's right. We got to see the movie Holy Lands. Holy Lands. Sounds good already. It does, doesn't it? You know what? It's a movie about a pig farmer in in Israel. I, I mean, know. What? That's like the greatest concept I that's know. ever been. It's a man. <laughs> The pigs were cute. The pigs were awesome. Jonathan Reese Myers was good. He was. He's gay playwright in this. Yes. I liked him. Yep. He was very good. The movie was meh. James Caan, Tom Hollander, every time they're on screen together. It was gold. It was it was pure gold. Yep. It was a meh. The story is is a little all over the place. It's but a meh. There was some really good stuff. It wasn't stuff a mondo, it. it was a meh. 
I really want it to be Mondo. I want it to, but it's not. It's a mess. That means because there you, was so much chemistry you, between you don't want to watch another James and James Con. I think I could maybe make a case. I don't think you do. Okay, so it was a, it was a mess, and it's a solid mess. It's a movie about a pig farming in, in Israel. Yeah, I know. In it's the Holy the, Land. It, but it wasn't a rage. There was so. like the scene where. They, they didn't even want their their, yep. elect, their electrical wires going through his pig That's farm. That's right. They, it's, to, they it's needed so to go true. around his farm. Yes. They, there was a lot it was, of... It was so funny. There, there was, was a lot of good I in laughed. it. It was still a man. I laughed a lot. Yeah. But then maybe it was maybe it was Mondo. It wasn't a Mondo. No, it wasn't Mondo. It was. It was, it was. You know what? I'm glad I watched it though. Yeah, I never so would have saw it in a million years. No. I, I chuckled a lot. Yep. Tom Hollander was great. Yep. It was very good. Yep. But it was it wa- a man. It wasn't Mondo. So we got to decide what else we got to watch. Unfortunately, for God's sakes. I toyed with just lying here and having a straight face and saying that was Mondo. But you're a teller of truth, but so I that didn't do happen. It. I know. It didn't happen. Didn't happen. I was hoping uh, that somehow you saw something in this that made it Mondo for you. But no, you knew that wasn't going to happen. <sighs> so, okay, we have a bit of a, an issue because... Ugh. Okay, so JL Ranch we have JL not Ranch seen. Is, no, that is a made-for-TV movie that never ended up anywhere. It was a Hallmark thing. That is not. That does not count. Doesn't count. So we got to keep going back. Yeah, that's okay. gone. Okay, so then anything the other JL Ranch has got to be gone. Anything that has to do with JL so Ranch is not a thing. It's the Good Neighbor. We're going all the way back to Good Neighbor. All right, Good Neighbor. What is it? Was a man. All right. So that was a man. So and then right. there's a movie called Good Enough. Okay, do we have back-to-back mess? Not yet. Oh, for crying out loud. We got The Good Neighbor for me was a meh. Uh, good enough, I have not seen. Uh, then JL Ranch doesn't count. Uh, then The Red Maple Leaf, which is a hard rage. rage. Okay, so, so we have to see. If you've got a meh, then the one after the meh is the one we have to see. Good enough. All it has to be is a meh. Yeah. If it's a meh, it's good enough. That's right. Good enough, he stays off the doubted list. He's off the doubted list. And I don't, I've got mixed feelings at this point. We, I almost want it to be arranged because for some reason, now I want him on the doubted list. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, but okay, but personal. I'm not sure if this is a made-for-TV movie either. So we're going to have to oh, take this because no. it had a release date, but it's got no box office numbers. So I don't know. Also confusing. It's so confusing. Stay tuned. We will be watching a James Con we'll movie over the week. By James Con, and and then we will and get back to you. So he's still on deck for doubted. He'll be off of off or on. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who we should talk about? Oh no, wait, we can't because no. you gave that one movie with Jared Leto a rage, so we can't even talk about him. Who? You did. What did what movie was a rage? Remember the one that had your other boyfriend in it? Oh, that was a rage. That was terrible. Yeah. The the the, the, the with the Rami Malik. Yeah, your Rami oh. Malik. The little things. That was the little things. That was oh yeah. Okay, that was, that so was poopy. can we not agree that Jared Leto is mesmerizing? Is that not something we can all agree on? I can agree on it, but... I can give you that. All right. I don't always like him, but yeah, he's definitely... He's, he's always mesmerizing. He's, he's one hell of a scene chewer. He is. You know? Like, he steals the scene from everybody. Yeah. Okay. Good. Look, I, you know, we don't want to grow our mesmerized list, but it's we said if it's something obvious, yeah, and yeah, House yeah. of Gucci made it, like, nail on the coffin. Yada, it's yada, done. Yada, yada, yada. It's done. All right, well... Oh, I think that's enough for the list this week. We've uh, we've already got a full dose of goodness. And we're nine hours into the podcast. That's right. Oh, only eight and a half. Only eight and a half hours. Right, well, let's move on then. 
I know that music. Yeah, you, you should. Do. All right. Last week on Rage or Dare, Bryce was excited to watch a fantastic superhero film with Jim's sweet and tasty bag of rage called Fantastic Four from 2015. This was the remake of the remake. <laughs> this week, Jim will get to choose to Rage or Dare. Um, that's, oh, okay, that's all you said. Let's check in with Bryce to see if he agrees the film killed the possibility for sequels for this cast. Or he's in a rage about why there's not another scene. All right. You were so excited to watch a Fantastic Four movie again. Well, I honestly, I don't understand why this was on the list. Because it's terrible. It's not. I think we've been over this, Jim. It's Mm -hmm. a superhero movie, so it's meh. This has been well Fantastic Four. No, what was wrong with Fantastic Four? Miles Teller was fine. Kate Mara was a joy to watch. Jamie Bell's always good. Toby Kebbell is always good. You know, we all know how I feel about Michael B. Jordan. He was, you know, just but but, uh, you know, it was fine. They had a little spin on it with the with the, the brother sister being adopted, mm-hmm. you know, with the adoption thing and everything. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Is that how they explained it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I know is they're like one was black and one was white. Yeah. Like, they're supposed to be brother and sister. Well, they were. They were adopted. Mm-hmm. The, the, but they didn't share the same genealogy. Kate Mara was adopted. That's correct. I guess Sue Storm was adopted. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was. Uh, it was meh. It was meh. I mean, I what there was nothing to hate about it. It was, it was a superhero movie. I don't understand why why you thought that this was like such a rage. I, I don't get like it. I didn't like it. It was bad. Yeah, but that's not good enough, Jim. It, I didn't like it. It was bad. It's got to be monumentally bad to go into like how is it was, this monumentally it was, bad? It was monumentally bad. Mad, bad for me because I hated it. But why? It was. It was what it was. It was a superhero movie. Because it, it was didn't mad. need to be made in the first place. No, superhero that's, that's movie also terrible. True. Equals meh. Okay. Well, there we go. So yeah, it was weird. I don't understand. I watched it. I was like, yeah, this, it was is, this is exactly what I remembered. It's meh. And you saw it. So that's that's saying something. Did you yeah. see it in the cinemas originally? Yeah. And it was meh then. It's meh now. And in 10 years, it'll still be meh. I don't know if that's the case. 10 uh, years from now, I'm putting it back in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I'll watch it every 10 years. And Jim is now pulling from the dare, dare bag. Oh, fuck me now. What are you watching? The Top Gun. No. It, I've already watched Top Gun. Actually, we both watched Top yeah, Gun. That's terrible. It's Johnson Family Vacation from Sweet. 2004. Is that from, is that, what's his name? The, Ugh. the What's Up guy? I don't know. It's is just it terrible. Cedric the Entertainer? Yeah, I think it guy? is. Yeah. That the beer commercial. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's not going to be good. I oh, can say that not. right now. Huh. Yeah. Johnson Family Vacation. Where did you get that from? I got it from the Dare, the bag. Dare bag. Yeah, good on them. Well, I guarantee you it's on, hey. B- it's on BET like every other day. So. Lil Bow Wow is in it. Oh, I love Lil Bow Wow, but now Bow he's wow. just Bow Wow. Now he's just Bow Wow. Okay, well, Vanessa Williams is in it. I love Vanessa Williams. There you go. Solange Knowles is in it. Well, yeah, hello. I know. This might not be so bad. Probably pretty good. I, 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 I don't like road trip movies. And family road trip movies are going to like even less, I'm sure. Well, you never know. Might be all right. Yeah. 
I could just re- you know what? I actually just when I watched the James Bond, I pulled it up on Rotten Tomato. It gets six percent on the tomato meter. Six, six out of 100? that's a good. That's pretty good. Six out of a hundred. Oh, six percent. Yeah, six out of a hundred. Like six green, not. It doesn't even no, have our six, tomato. No, six yeah, percent. It's the green splatter. It's a six percent. Oh God. I'm yeah. in, I'm but in the audience scores at 44%. Still below 50. And below you, 50. sir, are a part of the... Well, no, you're more of a... Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Right. I, I don't even know what you are. What are you? Hey, Shannon Elizabeth's in it. There she was go. in the uh, American Pie, you know. That she was. She did a really good Russian accent. Oh, Didn't fuck. she, though? Yeah. <laughs> it, maybe she'll be in this. She had lines. I don't, I don't remember too. her having lines in that movie. Richard <laughs> Roper? He's a, he's a film critic? Yes. Johnson Family Vacation? You gave it a two-word uh, review. Which it was? Sucks. Big disappointment. <laughs> wow. That was nice for him. <laughs> That's not bad. Imagine imagine tuning into his, you know, expecting to read a four-page yeah. uh, synopsis of the movie, and it gets two words. <laughs> I would just re- I would just wrote, it sucked. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Plain and simple. Yeah, well, anyways. stay tuned. We got lots to discuss next week, yeah, people. Well, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Super Rage Love to our members, Julian from It Goes Down in the PM podcast, James and Philip for their continued financial and moral support. Thanks to Extended Film Rage crew of Leonard Conlon, Bex Goose, Tony, and Nat for their artistic contributions to our show. You can find them on our show notes because they are awesome. Thanks to our sponsor, Canyon Meadow Cinemas. Please go out and support your local independent cinemas near you as they desperately need your money and help as we come out of COVID. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Film Rage YYC. Follow us on Audea, A-U-D-E-A dot I-O and search Film Rage YYC for bite-sized film rave Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site, where it was just on sale. So go back in now and pay full price so we can make some money and keep this show rolling. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for our listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage. But no matter what you do, you just please make us a rage. Please, please. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on. Rage on.